Hello, everyone, and if you are a new listener listening now to my podcast, my name is Amina Lee, and I'm the host of the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast. And on this podcast, we talk about everything fashion, beauty, lifestyle, today's news, and of course, all of the tea. So before we even get started, make sure to rate my podcast on Apple Podcasts, rate it five stars, or how many stars you like it, and make sure to subscribe to my podcast because new podcast episodes are released daily. Not every other day they are released daily. So this episode, we are going to talk about the former mayor, Bloomberg, and his little, you know, ways to win back the black and the Latino vote. So we're going to talk about that. This is going to be like my second podcast where I talk about like political things, which I feel like I should talk more about because I have a younger audience on here. So I'm going to talk about bloomberg you know his spiteful ways and let's just get into it okay guys so if you don't know who bloomberg is bloomberg was the former mayor of new york city from 2002 to 2013 so he was in office for a pretty long time and he was known for doing some very controversial things he was like a good mayor and a bad mayor at the same time but one of the laws that he put in place was a stop and frisk law. So this is a law that we're going to talk about today. And this law has put many people in jail, especially in New York City, because this is where this law was put in place by Bloomberg. So I feel like during this podcast, I'm going to say de Blasio by accident. But yeah, it's crazy because I used to see Bloomberg like when I was a child going to New York City because I'm not from New York, but you know, I live in Jersey, and Jersey's, like, right by New York, obviously. And I just remember, like, always seeing him, the Bloomberg paper. I'm not sure if the Bloomberg paper was out when he was mayor. That would have been pretty cool. But, yeah, people might know him for, you know, Bloomberg, like, his media. But let's just stop talking about that. We're going to talk about what is a stop-and-frisk law. So the stop-and-frisk law refers to a brief, non-intrusive police stop of a suspect. The Fourth Amendment requires that before stopping the suspect, the police must have a reasonable suspension. Oh, my God. (laughs) Woo! That a crime has been, is being, or is about to be committed by the suspect. So you might be wondering, hey, like, this law doesn't sound bad at all. But what Bloomberg did, because I don't want to say de Blasio, what Bloomberg did, many cops decided to be like, hey, You know, there's many black and Latinos and, you know, obviously in New York City. Why don't we just stop them because of their color? So this is where the whole controversial thing comes in because Bloomberg is trying to be president again. And he's trying to use the votes of the black people and pretty much every person of color in New York City because everyone knows that the black vote is so important. You guys know that the black dollar is one of the most important dollars in the world. That would be a separate podcast. The black dollar, like without the black dollar, shoot, I don't know where America would be right now. Not even kidding. Like not even making jokes or anything. So we're going to talk more about the stop and frisk law, what he's doing, how he's trying to run for president. Um, I don't know why. So we're going to read this article from the Washington Post. So credits to them, and I'm going to read another article. Oh, same article from Washington Post. Oh, they did the same. Okay, they they did something different. All right, so we're going to do this now. So multiple people were taken aback last week by former New York Mayor Mike Bloomberg's decision to file paperwork to run for president. 
In addition to his expression of disinterest earlier this year and filing coming relatively late in the primary process, some wondered how Bloomberg, a former Republican, thought he could win enough support from black voters to capture the Democratic Party's nomination, given his past positions on a controversial police tactic, which is the risk and frisk, you know. Okay, back to the article. Washington Post columnist Jonathan Caphart wrote, If African Americans are the foundation of the Democratic Party and no candidate will win the nomination without their support, true, then Bloomberg's vocal support of the New York Police Department's stop and frisk policy that targeted young African American and Latino men for police searches during his mayorality will make his candidacy a non-starter for him. Okay. Although the eventual Democratic nominee would probably win the nomination because of the support of the coalition of the demographics, it is highly unlikely that any candidate will become the Democratic pick without the support of black voters. Like I said, the vote of the black people is very important. It appears that Bloomberg heard those concerns and sought to address them. The Washington Post, Sean Sullivan reported that the potential candidate apologized Sunday at a predominantly black church. Okay, we're going to start this. We're going to stop this right here. How are you going to make a whole, you're going to put a law into place, a stop and frisk law, and be like, hey, like, whatever. Like, no offense. Like, the term I just read you guys, it's like you have you have the right to stop somebody based on suspicion, but it is, but it is right. Cops in New York City were blatantly stopping black and Latino men because of their skin color. No offense, they weren't doing this to white men. They would be like, oh, yeah, you got weed, it's all right. But no, they were not doing that to white people. They were doing this to black and Latinos based on their skin color. So how are you going to go to a whole black church and be like, hey, guys, I'm sorry, and you stopped being in office, and what is that, 2013? So it's been close to seven years now because 2020 is coming up and you were out of office in 2013 so now you're telling me you want to apologize in a predominantly black church which i believe was in brooklyn or something like that and be like hey i'm sorry you know what we're gonna i'm gonna tell you guys what he said because he's literally he's making me mad right now because you put all these people in jail and all you're gonna say is like i'm sorry like what like what no, it's like me taking your donut and be like, oh, I'm sorry, like 10 years later after I eat it on purpose. Whatever. So Bloomberg said, I'm sorry that we did it. And the program earlier, he told, <laughs> I'm sorry, congregants at the Brooklyn's Christian Cultural Center. But I can't change history. However, today I want you to know that I realized back then I was wrong. I got something important wrong. Bloomberg added, I got something important really wrong. The challenge for Bloomberg is back then, it was not just when he was mayor. He defended the practice this year, the same month that former Vice President Joe Biden apologized for his support for policies that helped increase the number of imprisoned Black and Latino Americans. While speaking at the U.S. Naval Academy's all these A's, 2019 Leadership Conference, Bloomberg was asked what he would say to Black and Latino Americans who were targeted by police using stop and frisk. He defended the practice by saying, 
New York police focus on kids who walked around looking like they may have a gun. According to CNN, before arguing that this approach to policing helped significantly lower the city's homicide rate. Given that it was less than a year ago that Bloomberg's were defending the unlawful practice, it is possible that some black voters will dismiss the concession as this ain't oh my god guys no offense i'm reading that it's like some really long word i'm like no and coming coming only because of the former mayor's political aspirations so pretty much this whole article is explaining how like he tried to apologize in the black church and like his goals becoming president and how the democratic party that's what that's mostly the party that the black people support those are the ones that's you know supported by mostly black people i'm trying to see what else um uh let's see oh hillary clinton apologized but her apology was accompanied by a plan to help correct and reverse those laws enforcement policies that continue to negatively affect black and latino communities clinton eventually won the support of the black and latino voters but not as the percentages of her predecessor predecessor oh god God, I'm sorry, guys. I'm just like really late. Or to the degree needed to defeat Trump. Bloomberg was not released anything showing a desire to right the police he now calls very wrong. And it's unlikely that he would win significant support from black voters unless he does. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm surprised I speak on behalf of the black community. If any black people support Bloomberg, I'm not your your black card is revoked you're you are officially unblack you can be in a regular human that's what we all are not gonna lie we're all human but when they ask what your race is you're just gonna be human if you vote for him like no no it's like i just don't get it like i get it like i'm really mad you put so many men in jail because cops just had the right to be like, hey, I'm going to stop because of your skin color. And that is not right. That's not what the law was supposed to be. The law is supposed to be if you see something or see someone that was suspicious and you knew like, hey, like you kind of look suspicious there, dogs. I'm going to pitch you in custody. Not just like, oh, you're black. Get in my car. Be going to the police station. Like, no, that wasn't the purpose of it. Because I know my cousin went to jail because of that. Because of that. So, like, it's not really a fun game at all. And I'm sorry for stuttering. It's, like, really late. But, like, but the thing is, you have the audacity to go to a whole black church in Brooklyn and try to apologize for your actions that you did close to freaking 18 years ago. Let me see. When was this law put in place? When was the risk, the risk law put in place? It's, like, say I eat, like, say, like, you have like your favorite toy, right? Say you like a you have like a teddy bear, right? And I take it from you and we're like thirty. We're like okay, say this happens we're like five, right? I'm I'm seventeen, but like say we're say we're both, you know, the same age for this right now. So I take your teddy bear when I'm five when I'm five and then we're twenty and I'd be like, Hey, I'm sorry for taking your teddy bear and I still have it and I don't return it. Oh my god. He's so annoying. So, let's see. I want to know when is risk and frisk law put in place? Put in place. In place. Bloomberg. 
Sorry, guys, I can't find the approximate date. I don't want to go on Wikipedia because Wikipedia is awful. Okay, it's not really saying much. I think it was put in place 2002. If you don't, um, yeah. So Wikipedia actually brought this, um, broke it all down. But yeah, I'm very disappointed in him. Like, you really have the nerve to, like, go into a black church and be like, hey, I'm here. Like, ugh. I'm just going to end the podcast at that. This is, like, one of my political episodes of the day. I may do this more every day because I should talk more about political topics with my viewers, of course, that are young as well, because I feel like we should know the power of our vote and who and who not to vote for. So thank you guys so much for listening to Lifestyle of Amelie podcast. Excuse me for yelling. He got me really mad. (laughs) But thank you guys for listening to the podcast. You guys are super amazing. And I hope you guys have a super amazing day and make sure to stay tuned for the new podcast episodes coming tomorrow on the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast. Peace.